You're listening to App State Sports Weekly. Welcome to App State Sports Weekly. Alongside Pierre Banks, I'm Damian Banks. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, gather round. Because the mountain man and the jag man's in town. Yeah, Pierre, what's happening, bro? Everything is everything. Truly blessed, big bro. Always happy to join you here on App State Sports Weekly. App State Nation, what's going on? We appreciate you joining us each and every week, each and every Monday, right here on AppStateSports.com. Damien, what's going on in the city of medicine? App State Nation, we are back in the building. Again, I'm Damien. He's Pierre. You know who we are. This is App State Sports Weekly, Pierre in Durham. It's an overcast day, but, man, we blessed to be here. Another day above ground is a good day, if you ask me. I know that's real, man, and... It's an overcast day here in Boone as well. You know, the temperature, looking at right around 30s, 40s right now. So, it ain't a, a blistering one. Actually, it's 32 degrees on the dot. Looking at some snow showers today. Snow showers? You got to love that Boone weather. Just a week or two ago, it was mid-60s. You know, so you got to love that cool mountain breeze coming in, man, and, and turning into, you know, winter right out of fall. Cool mountain breeze, 30 degrees. No, that's not a cool mountain breeze. That's Gucci, man. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you might think it's that way, but up this way, man, you know, that's just a cool mountain breeze. Now, once the, the wind chill starts making it negative degrees, then we'll talk. Man, that's long John weather up there today in June, man. <laughs> God bless the people of Boone, North Carolina. Hey, wait a minute. You say it's what kind of weather? Long John weather. <laughs> Hey, when, when we was young, man, your mom used to say, go in there and get your thermal tops. Get your thermal bottoms on. Hey, 32 <laughs> degrees, hey, that is definitely more than a mountain breeze, man. But it's that time of the year, and you know what time it is on the gridiron, Pierre. Yeah, it's almost time for the postseason, man. This is, if this was boxing, this is the championship rounds of the season, and we see it all across the country as far as college football goes. And right here in Boone, North Carolina, we got two games to close out the year that will determine whether they repeat for a, a third consecutive time as Sunbelt champions or if they just have a really good season. Yes, sir. Big-time road win for the Mountaineers over the Texas State Bobcats this weekend, 38-7. to Head coach Scott Satterfield and his staff, or you call him the HMIC, got his team ready to go on the road and handle business. Quarterback Zach Thomas back under center for the Mountaineers. Missed a couple of games due to injury. All is well offensively again for Appalachian State. After putting up 38 points, Zach Thomas very efficient under center two touchdown passes the run game was going the pass game was going culminating in that 38-7 win Pierre what did you see from the Mountaineers on the road versus Texas State first and foremost you see just how important Zach Thomas is to this offense you said it it really started with the way that the Mountaineers have really made their bones the past three or four seasons 221 yards on the ground I'm impressed with the offense of course, you know, 38 points, ton of yards on the ground. Zach Thomas, very efficient. But this defense, by God, they are doing a job. The second week in a row that they hold their opponents to under 
100 yards on the ground, only 86 for the Bobcats, holding to just 132 yards through the air. Brian Brown and his bunch held this team, this Texas State team, to just seven points. You know, it's incredible the job that he has done in his first year as a defensive coordinator and the way that he has gotten his personnel to buy in to his system and continue to just elevate what the Mountaineers have been doing defensively, which has really won them the last two Sunbelt championships. Pierre, thoroughly impressed as usual with the defense of Appalachian State. They've been playing lights out all season, say that Georgia State game on the road. Even on the in, in that game, they played well, but turnovers really put them behind the eight ball and, and kept them on the field most of the game. But defensively all season, Appalachian State has been playing lights out. So that was to be expected versus Texas State. What I was really impressed with, with Zach Thomas missing those few games that he missed, he came back and, and played as though he never missed a beat, man. And again, the importance of the quarterback position is not understated in football, but if you have a good one, you need to thank your lucky stars. If you don't have one, you need to pray to the Lord. <laughs> yeah, man, and all week, Zach Thomas you could tell he was playing with a sense of urgency. You could tell he was playing with a chip on his shoulder. And each and every rep, he was trying to get his team to the line to go quick, to get as many reps as possible. He wanted to get back in the flow. You could tell he felt good. And you can tell that he knew in his heart of hearts that his team needed him. He could see the same thing that we saw, that the offensive efficiency had went down significantly since he went to the sidelines. And so he wanted to make his presence known and he wanted to make it known early. And you saw it all week throughout the preparation. That game was not won on Saturday. That game was won Monday through Thursday right there on the practice fields. Yes, sir. Appalachian State built that 21 Lovelace lead at halftime and also took it up to 28 Nuff Nuff in the third <laughs> quarter. And Texas State, you know, te- <laughs> Texas State put up a valiant effort, but, you know, we all saw who the better team was on Saturday. Again, culminating in that 38-7 Mountaineer victory. The Mountaineers now stand at 7-2 on the season with a home game looming with Georgia State. Yeah, and the biggest thing that this offense did, aside from the 221 yards on the ground, they didn't turn the ball over at all. The prior two games, they had six turnovers offensively. They were coming in against a team in Texas State that had forced 17 turnovers on the season coming into the game. And the Mountaineers did not commit not one turnover as long as you do that on the road, as long as you can run the football and play great defense. You put yourself in a prime position to win a football game. And people always laugh at me while I'm color commentating games. And and they always say, what do you come up with these things? All you need to do is listen to App State Sports Weekly. You listen to Damien. I was around this and 11 other brothers, including my daddy, who is or who was, God rest his soul, the funniest man that I had ever come in contact with. And you can see just where I get my comment. Well, Pierre, it ain't a brag, brother. It's a fact. <laughs> Stuff you trying to pull on me, I, I brought in town in a brown paper sack. <laughs> show you right. That's right. That's right. That is App a John State Nation. Allen Bank senior special right there. App State Nation, we just, we just giving you the truth, man. Truthfully speaking, though, Pierre, 38-7, to 7, impressive road win for Appalachian State. They go down to Texas State. 
do what they need to do, keep pace in the Sun Belt Conference. All you have to do is win your games that you have remaining, and you can repeat as Sun Belt champion. But it's not going to be easy, Damian. So first off, on Saturday, you got a Georgia State team that's coming in. Record doesn't look the best, but you got to remember, they got a man on the sideline that won a lot of games, a lot of championships for this Mountaineers team and is very familiar with Scott Satterfield and the way he runs not only his offense, but his program in Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott will have his team ready to play. Everybody comes in and gives the apps their best shot. So they're going to have to sustain an early run, an early push from this Georgia State team. But if they can do that, then, as you said, they set themselves up for a huge matchup there at the end of the month, Thanksgiving week, actually, against Troy. But you cannot overlook this Georgia State team. Record only 2-8 and eight on the year. But you can guarantee that they'll come in playing their best football Saturday. Pierre, I agree with you. You know, the records for Georgia State is not the best, 2-8. and eight. But if you're Appalachian State, you prepare this week as if Georgia State is undefeated. You have to take care of your business. You have to control what you can control. But as Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record says you are. And Georgia State is 2-8. and eight. You cannot slip up and lose to Georgia State. If you're Appalachian State, you can't look ahead to that potential matchup with Troy. You know, But you have to just win your game against Georgia State and let the chips fall where they may. Again, the HMIC and his coaching staff, they're going to have the Mountaineers ready. App State Nation, you need to have your butts in the seats in Kid Brewer Stadium to support the Mountaineers as they take on Georgia State. Yeah, Georgia State, their struggles start defensively. They are giving up over 250 yards on the ground per game. You cannot give up that many yards on the ground and pretend to win football games. You know, you have to stop the run, and they hadn't been able to do that all year. All we hear is about their defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. They're giving up a ton of points, over 36. So the Mountaineers' eyes have to light up when they see those numbers. Now, offensively, they've struggled as well. Hadn't been able to get that Sean Elliott running game going, and everything stems off of that. So if the Mountaineers look at the numbers, they'll feel confident. But again, they will come in playing their best football. You know you have a bullseye on your back. You know that you have been the class of the Sun Belt the past two or three years. And so everyone wants to beat you. You got to be expecting that. You cannot be looking ahead. You have to focus. Be laser sharp all week long. And you can come out with a big win on Saturday. The key to it is going to be to jump out on this Georgia State team early. This is a Georgia State team that's being outscored by 99 points in the first half. So if the Mountaineers can come out early, jump out to a big-time lead, and take the fight out of the Panthers, they'll be in good shape. Yes, sir. Pierre, I don't anticipate Appalachian State coming in and 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 playing down to their competition. Not saying that Georgia State is a bad team, but again, Parcell said it. You are what your record says you are. Appalachian State is a winning program. Traditionally, they do it year in, year out. They're doing it again this year. Georgia State struggling this season. If you're Appalachian State, take care of business early. Don't give Georgia State an inkling, a thought that they can play with you. Can't do it. 
won't do it. Take care of business and move on to the next one. Well, that's going to do it for the first segment right here on App State Sports Weekly. But if you stick around on the other side of the break, going to take a look at the Mountaineer School Board. Very busy week in Appalachian State Athletics. And Damien is going to take us around the state right here on the official podcast of App State Athletics, App State Sports Weekly. Mountaineer Talk, your chance to hear from App State head coach Scott Satterfield. All right, let's get into our Twitter questions with the hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You've seen firsthand the strength top to bottom of this league. There are no gimmies in this conference. Anybody can beat anybody in this league, and you have to show up. And if you don't show up and play, then you will get beat. Tune in to Mountaineer Talk, Tuesday nights at 7 on your home for Mountaineer football. The Appalachian IMG Sports Network. What's up, App Nation? Braxton Critcher here, host of the warm-up on WATA. That's AM 1450 and 96.5 on the FM. And my co-host is Pierre Banks. Each week, we dive into the hot topics of Mountaineer sports, welcome in the biggest names and players, and unlike this podcast, we expose some of Pierre's weaknesses. It's each Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on WATA 96.5 FM. You can also check out the podcast. Share to our Twitter. Each week, it's at WATA warm-up. And we are back on App State Sports Weekly. Again, alongside Pierre Banks, I am Damian Banks. Thank you for joining us week in, week out on the official podcast of Appalachian State University Athletics. Pierre, you know what I do after every commercial break. What's that, brother? Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, please. I said please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at SportsByDamian. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-B-Y-D-A-I-M-E-O-N. And here comes the slider. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Pierre M. Banks. Whoa, whoa. No more N underscore my underscore humble. I had to get the underscores out of that, man. It was way too confusing for people. See? You know, some people still know me as N my humble, but... You know, my opinions are still my own. They are just that, my humble opinion. But the handles have changed at Pierre M. Banks. See, you change, man. You're getting too big for your britches, man. <laughs> ever, ever since you started doing ESPN three games, you, <laughs> here you go. You, you change, man. You change. Hey, man, Phillips, Phillips, you change, man. <laughs> <laughs> they can't erase who we was, man. <laughs> hey, Chef, they can't erase who we was, man. <laughs> All right, man, enough of that. We got to get to the Mountaineer School Board for the week. We'll start with the cross-country program who competed at the NCAA Regionals down in Rock Hill, South Carolina this weekend. Both the men and women finished 21st out of 33 teams. The men were paced by Ryan Brown, who finished 92nd overall, and the women, Samantha Kohler, who finished 105th overall. Now we'll go to basketball. The women had a couple of games, a couple of tough road matchups this weekend. First on Friday, they dropped an 80 to 61 decision at UAB. And then on Sunday, lost a 71 to 53 decision to a very tough Georgia Tech team. Taking a look at men's soccer, their season ended this past week as they took on Georgia Southern and the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in the semifinals there, dropping that decision 3-0. Great season though for the men's soccer program. Shouts out to Jason O'Keefe and his bunch for having just a tremendous year highlighted by senior Jake Chastain, who was named the Sunbelt Player of the Year. The co 
player of the year, but player of the year no less. So great season for the men. Then we take a look at men's basketball. They dropped a very close 81 to 73 decision down at Alabama. Look for big things though from Jim Fox and his group. Then when you take a look at wrestling, they competed at the Northeast Duels this past weekend and had a two and one record. First, they shut out Sacred Heart 55 Lovelace. Then they took on the 15th ranked Rutgers Scarlet Knights dropping that decision 26 to 9 but bounced back in a major way with the 32 to 9 victory over Ithaca. The Mountaineers were highlighted by Angel Nahar, who won by pinfall versus Sacred Heart, had a 5-1 decision win versus his opponent from Rutgers, and then won by a technical fall against Ithaca. Great weekend for that young man. And lastly, we'll go to Volleyball, who just had another tremendous weekend. They won 3-1 on Friday at Troy. Who else? Becky Porter led the Mountaineers with 40 assists, 10 digs. And then on Sunday, they won 3-1 at South Alabama. Jana Owens had 37 assists and 8 digs for the Mountaineers in that one, their 8th straight victory, finishing the regular season 21-7 and 13-3 in Sunbelt play. Those 13 wins tie a school record for Sunbelt wins. And now the Mountaineers will have the two-seed in the Sunbelt tournament, looking for major things from Matt Jenepro and his bunch very exciting times here for the Mountaineers. And that's going to do it this week for the Mountaineer scoreboard. Damien, if you would, please, sir, please do the honors and take us around the state. Yes, sir. Now, basketball season has began, but it's early in the season. Duke has played a couple games. Carolina's played a couple games. NC State has played a couple games. Carolina, 2-0. You know what they've been doing. They're going to play well. They're UNC. Duke, all those freshmen, Zion Williamson, Cam Reddish, and, and company, they're looking really good, man. They beat Kentucky by like 30-plus in, in their game. NC State off to a good start, 2-0. They haven't played the same level of competition as Duke, but you can't argue with results. 240-plus wins for Kevin Keats and company on the basketball court. So NC State, Duke, and UNC off to really good starts on the basketball court. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the season. Right now, it's still football season, so let me give you these scores. We begin in the ACC on Thursday night as the NC State Wolfpack welcome the Wake Forest Demon Deacons to Carter Finley Stadium on senior night in Raleigh. NC State came into the game ranked 14th in the college football playoff rankings. Wake Forest came into the game down to their third-string quarterback, Jamie Newman. Wolfpack signal caller Ryan Finley passed for 374 yards and a touchdown, but was outplayed by Newman, who passed for three touchdowns, including the game winner to Jake Frudenthal, with 30 seconds remaining to help Wake Forest pull off the 27-23 upset. NC State falls to 6-3 on the season with the loss. Next up, they are at Louisville. Wake Forest improves to 5-5 on the season. They will host Pitt on Saturday. Next up, another rivalry game as the UNC Tar Heels made the short trip down 15-5-1 to Durham to face the Duke Blue Devils. High scoring affair in this one as Duke quarterback Daniel Jones had himself a day, passing for 361 yards and three touchdowns, also rushing for 186 yards and a touchdown as Duke added to the Carolina season of disaster with a 42-35 win. Duke improves to 5-3 overall, while UNC falls to 1-8. Next up for Duke, a road trip at number two Clemson. UNC will host Western Carolina Saturday in Chapel Hill. 
other schools from around the state. Congrats to Lenore Ryan, winners of the South Atlantic Conference after finishing the regular season at 10-1 with a 63-21 win over Catawba on senior day. Quarterback Grayson Willingham had two touchdown passes in the win for the Bears. Next up for them, a Division II playoff home game versus Florida Tech. Also around the state, the Campbell Camels, quarterback Daniel Smith rushed for 129 yards and three touchdowns as Campbell finished out the regular season at 6-4. First season in the Big South Conference for head coach Mike Mentor and his Campbell Campbells. Lastly, Elon fell at home to Townsend 41-10 on senior day. The Phoenix are 6-3 on the season after the loss. They finish up on the road at Maine and they're hopeful for an FCS playoff berth. And that was our whip around the state. We appreciate that, Damien. As usual, great job. And I got to say, man, with it being basketball season, got to be impressed with the way the Mountaineers went down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama yesterday and really made a great account of themselves going into a hostile environment, playing against a team that was a tournament team, great coaching staff, and still hung tough, had a chance to win that ball game, just needed a little more contribution from the bench, and it's a whole nother ball game, but got to be impressed with the effort from Jim Fox's bunch. Yeah, both men's and women's basketball programs, I expect big things out of them this season. You know, my favorite player on the men's side, Ron Shad Shabazz, um, had a big game down there in Tuscaloosa. And, you know, sky's the limit for both programs. Basketball is kind of tricky, man, because teams can sneak out of nowhere and have good seasons. But Appalachian State has a lot of talent returning on that basketball court, both men's and women's teams. So interesting to see how they perform early on in the season and going into Sunbelt play. Yeah, the women return all their starters and then they add Ashley Polachek to the mix, who has just been incredible for the Lady Mountaineers so far. Tiara Wilson is back from her phenomenal freshman year. Pre Stanley is back off her spectacular freshman year. Right, right. I'm a big Bailey Plummer fan. So, and you know, I like I like the three balls. So Nicola Matthews, you know, I'm a big Nicola fan. So, but <laughs> Bailey Plummer, man, she is a beast, a monster in the paint, man. Yeah. Getting better and better every year. And I'm looking for her to have a breakout season as far as like getting national recognition because she's a double double machine absolutely app state nation thank you so much as always for joining us each and every monday right here on appstatesports.com for the official podcast of appalachian state athletics god willing we'll see you here again next week for my big bro damien i'm pierre y'all be blessed we'll holla at you we go